Think insurance is boring? Think again. Many experts say that insurance is the most powerful industry on the planet. So join us and discover why the Quarters Cast is making insurance super cool. Hello and welcome to the Quarters Cast. Uh, today, my guest is a former critical care nurse of 15 years, and he's currently an insurance agent and author. He runs a notary business with his wife and uh, now offers courses for insurance agents to get leads at a very affordable price and also start generating them in just one day. Uh, He had a short stint as a pro wrestler, uh, training under Steve Kerr at Florida Championship Wrestling, and he describes himself as a renaissance man in a linebacker's body. (laughs) I got to agree. So... Uh, welcome. I welcome Mark Sias to the program today. Thanks, Mark, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's uh, It's funny to hear it coming back at you the other way. It sounds like I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. No. Well, you know, that's uh, part of the reason why I was looking forward to talking to you, because you just sound like a very interesting person. I'm I'm telling you, this the kind of background that you have and all the different things that you do. And so I'm curious how you all fit this in together because you, you are now running a business that seems to incorporate all these elements that you've been doing for years. You, 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 you run it with your wife and you have a family. Yep. And so, you know, how, how did you get to this point and, and how do you seem to make it run so smoothly? That's, um, those are good questions. Um, I think that probably like going into any service based business um as with that background as a nurse there's an advantage and a disadvantage the disadvantage is nurses do not know anything about marketing whatsoever um and found that out quickly Uh, but the advantage is that nurses are generally very altruistic people and that really resonates well uh in those service-based industries whether it's legal services or financial services people can really pick up on uh, your authenticity and then they trust you, and uh, then you can create you can create these lifetime customers. Um, you create a good network of people that keep coming back to you and keep referring you. Um, so that is something that um, I've, with my wife coming on board with me, it kind of resonated with her. Is just listen, people can be difficult, but just give them the benefit of the doubt because you don't know when it's going to come back to you. It's going to circle back to you, but it will. Um, and we kind of built our business based on that. That's excellent. I love, yeah, I love that. Um, so what made you uh, make the move from, you were in critical care for 15 years, which sounds kind of exhausting. And then you made the uh, transition into insurance agent. Um, you know, two very, like you said, you've got to be a very caring person to do what you did for 15 years in critical care. And even as an insurance agent, you've got to take your client's well-being into, uh, if you're going to be any good at it, uh, you know, make it paramount. So why why did you shift into that? You know, it's crazy how that, happened um, because I was obviously very, very exhausted doing those long shifts and uh, was always trying to do some kind of a gig, I guess. And whether it was network marketing or something that just I wasn't very good at, but was always trying. And the strangest thing happened one day, a friend of mine calls me and uh, he's in South Florida and he says, I'm selling health insurance. And 
I'm doing really well at it. And I, I just can't help but think that, that this is something you would do good at. And, and I'm like, I don't have time for this, man. This sounds like a load of nonsense. And he's like, no, I'm making really good money doing this. And it's, it, I really like what I'm doing. You should take a look at it. So as a naturally curious person, as you can imagine somebody who does wrestling and this and that, I'm pretty <laughs> curious. You get my, if you, if you, you know, you plant the seed, I'll go take a look. And I looked at it and I thought, man, I, I see the potential here uh, for something. And um, I went down. So we, we, my wife and I went down to South Florida and met him for dinner one day. And I picked his brain and asked him, you know, you know, sh show me the money, you know, show me this. <laughs> This is a, a, the real deal. And um, so from there, I just went ahead and got a, a license. You know, I, I literally was just studying the the courses on my phone, you know, on breaks at work and got the insurance license. And um, initially, I started with life insurance, uh, even though my, the 215, I could do anything. Um, I started with the life insurance because it seemed like there was really great commissions. I mean, and it seemed to me like something that uh, I think maybe for the end customer, you definitely have to sell them on it. But for me as a nurse, you know, what I, it seemed like a no brainer, like who wouldn't want this? I mean, we're, we're all going to die. So <laughs> it seems like a, you know, it seems like a gimme. So um, I got that license and I started selling insurance to other nurses at work uh, that uh, knew me and liked me. So uh, that worked really well. I made a lot of money and I was like, all right, I think I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, I'm go, I think I'm just going to go out and do this. And all was well until I started running out of people I knew, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I thought, my goodness, I need to know how to, I actually need to know how to market this stuff. And uh, so deep dived into it and eventually found a system that works really well for me, um, which was adding on other services that, uh, kind of the work as a lead generation for insurance. So you so see, you can sell anything on the back end, uh, just find out what they want to buy on the front end. <laughs> okay. This is uh, okay. This is really good. Okay. Because it sounds to me like you've uh, sort of created a system that a lot of insurance agents uh, really need, but have no idea how to develop. So, and I know you, you have a course, can you give us sort of an overview of if somebody starts to come into your sphere and they're thinking about the course and they've started uh, insurance. I've, I've only been a licensed uh, life and health insurance agent for less than a year. So how would you advise somebody like me if I was interested? Okay. So um, one of the things obviously mentioned that I'm a notary and one of the things that kind of just struck me one like morning when I was waking up is that the people who are looking into health insurance or even Medicare or Medicare insurance or life insurance uh, that are kind of in that phase of their life, they are a similar avatar to the person who is looking to have their wills notarized and other ret first retirement documents notarized. So like if they come to me for this and then they like me and I've already kind of got this, this relationship established with them, if if I wasn't selling insurance, they might even be as far as to ask me if I recommend an insurance agent. I do. I recommend me as an insurance agent. <laughs> right. um, or if it's outside my scope, if it's annuities, then I do. I've set up, you know, arrangements with other agents. agents. But uh, so that is kind of how that works is it's it's a um, I call it like in digital marketing, they call it a tripwire offer or a hook. So my notary commissions are just it's it is just the. Uh, 
it's the doorway. It's like the gateway to get people to have a conversation with you. A lot of times if they know your insurance agent and you just lead with that, there's a wall that goes up immediately. Uh, just like when your friend gets into a network marketing thing and then they message you and they're like, hey, are you taking vitamins? You're like, wait, just a minute, you know, <laughs> hold up. And it may be really good stuff, but you've already kind of got a wall up. And the same thing, if, if I was calling somebody on the phone as a Medicare agent or a life insurance agent, they're going to be like, I've already got some quotes. I've already got this or that. Uh, but if they come to me because they need me to authenticate paperwork, then I start going, well, what are you doing with all this? And what are you doing with this? Just asking them questions. And then they're very, it's their guard stuff. So um, that's the, that is the, that's one of the processes. That's definitely one of the processes. Now you can do, when we teach just Mark, just placing online ads and kind of some of the ones that work better than you might think they would work, but um, definitely better than buying a bunch of leads. But I've been there. I've gone broke buying leads. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, you can, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that right, that right there, I would say anybody. There's some secret sauce there. It's like I mean, in most states, it's maybe a hundred bucks or less uh, to get a notary commission, and it, it just it, use it as the tool that it is to to attract people. That's amazing. I've never heard anybody even uh, say anything like that to, uh, to help generate insurance leads, but that makes perfect sense. So it's a yeah, it's it's great, and and I had I even have um, sometimes some insurance agents will come to my webpage or whatever, like you're not an insurance agent, you're selling this course. I'm like, you need to dig deeper. I keep that <laughs> stuff buried in the back. It's ah. it's the back end sale. <clears throat> right, right. Okay, so with insurance, then uh, it's still digital marketing is so overwhelming. So let's say, so now we've got the hook, the notary yes. hook, and so. People are wondering about a number of stuff. How often do you need to go to somebody's home? Uh, how often can you do it virtually? Virtually, Do they need their own website? Do they have to use Facebook ads? All that kind of stuff. So how, how would somebody start to dip their toe into that? Yes, 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 and yes. is <laughs> um, the right answer. As much money as you want to make, as much of that. So yes to all of the above. The how it's set, the way you put it is overwhelming. It's like, wait a minute, I got to do all this. And it's just take it one piece at a time, focus on one piece, get that working and get that, get that asset um, developed. And they're not as hard as they seem, especially if somebody will walk you through the process. But um, I will say like with Facebook, for example, Facebook's a monster and it requires a lot of patience and a lot of um, just playing around with it to see what works. I, I think the truth is nobody... I've got ads that an ad copy that seems to work pretty consistently, but the truth is I don't think anybody's really got it all figured out. I think we just, we're just playing. We're just hoping this one works. Yeah. And then if it doesn't, we shut it down. And that's the trick is to, is to think of it like that. If it doesn't work, get rid of it, try something else, but be patient with it until you find something that's going to work for you. Uh, when it comes to those paid ads, um, websites. Yeah, you should. I, what I like about, <clears throat> What, and this is one thing a lot of insurance agents don't do is just create your own Google listing, your own local listing. And with your local listing for insurance, by all means, add your notary service to it, too, because they may not come to you for the insurance, but they may come to you for the notary. But they know in their mind that you also do this. So once they meet, they'll I've had so many people just ask me about insurance because they're like, I see you also do insurance. And I'm like, as a matter of fact, I do. So, um, 
So it's as simple as that. That's just like a little trick to that whole Google thing. If you have a Google map listing that, and it can say you're, it can come right out and say you're an insurance agent, but that you also offer notary services. You're just going to attract people that are looking for the notary service, but you have to remember they're in the same phase of their life as the person looking to get enrolled in Medicare or the person who just bought a home and just had a kid who probably is in their mind is going, yeah, I probably need to get the life insurance thing worked out too. So it's just a matter of having the conversation and they're way more the conversation with you once they've met you and they've done transactions with you. Right. So now I know that uh, on your website, I noticed that uh, you and your wife, the notary service is very mobile. So I'm wondering, do you go to people's homes and offices or is it virtual? How does that work for you? So it's both. So we can do uh, we can do online notary work. Uh, we can do virtual document services and then we can you know, right from there. If there's a conversation about insurance, we go right into it. If there's not, there's not. Um, but the great thing about that is that there's always a revenue source coming from somewhere, uh, regardless of whatever it is. But, yeah, so we do do the mobile service, too. Again, you'll find people that. Um, don't want to get up and go to an office, a UPS store, a bank, and they want you to come to them. And the same is for, you know, same is true of insurance. There's insurance agents here in town that have their office and their customers come to them. And then there's field agents like us. And then I'm basically a hybrid. And I say, why not be a hybrid? If you can, if you can, if you can make that work, do it, just schedule your day out. Um, that's the, the hardest part is meticulously scheduling your calendar uh, for whether you've got to be somewhere or somewhere's coming to you. <laughs> right, right. And I would think for notary, you probably don't get as many cancellations as you would for an insurance appointment. Is that correct? You definitely don't because they are in a, in a, usually in a position where they really need your service. Um, and so that's not the case. And, and like I said, from there, you can do basically in, like fact find, impromptu fact finding when they get there, you know, and, and just find out, find out where they are, who they know. And by all means, if they're not in the market at all, you can still hand them your card, let them know what you do and ask them for referrals. And you'd be surprised when one comes up, you know. Right. Exactly. So do you do a lot of relationship building, say, with uh, lawyers and, and such? And so so that you can get referrals from them? Yes. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would say for an insurance agent, especially if you're an insurance agent who's a notary, uh, the like a state attorneys, they're going to need your service. Um, but they are also a good source of customers for your insurance because if they're doing estate planning, <laughs> your what you offer is part of estate planning. Um, so they can be a good source of that too. So there's just a, another a way to collaborate or network, or I, I call it strategic partnering. Like, hey, I'll, I'm going to send people your way that are the the that I maybe I've just finished insurance stuff with and you send people you just finished the state stuff with that we just go back and forth you know yeah excellent what about what about cpas as well same thing uh some stuff i do is slightly competitive with cpas now i do do some tax preparation but i'm mainly doing individual tax preparation which they're actually those are actually good that's a good avatar for your term life insurance um but in CPAs are usually doing very complex stuff. So in, in an aspect, I do have a CPA or an enrolled agent, actually, that I refer a lot of 
people who come to me that they, they uh, I want tax preparation. I'm like, no, you don't need tax preparation. You need somebody who's qualified who's not going to goof this up. And so I'll send them and vice versa. So it's another one of those persons who's in that financial service or, or legal service you could even call that makes a great networking opportunity. And, and one of the things is, is I don't really, in my mind, legal services and financial services, they're, they mesh very well together. They, 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 they are a good marriage. Um, right, right. So, and use that and be aware of that. Okay. So let's talk uh, more about your course because um, I think I'm seriously, uh, I really want to see what's going on in there. I'll probably buy it. So let's, let's take more of a, a deep dive because, and I've, I'm a self-taught digital marketer. I built a number of websites myself. So I'm, I'm aware of a lot of what needs to be done, but I'm also aware of how incredibly overwhelming and how much time sometimes it can take, especially when you don't really know what you're doing. Even when you do know what you're doing, technology just doesn't always cooperate. So what are some of the first things that I would learn from you if I, if I took your course? Okay. So yeah, let's go through it. So the first thing obviously is what we just talked about. Hey, look, a notary is an easy win. Um, I go through the very, the the very, and I'm going to say simplistic understanding of the sales process, just understanding kind of how you're presenting yourself as an advisor rather than somebody who's trying to get a commission. Uh, So that's very basic. So that is just kind of the, how to, how to position yourself. But so from there, I basically jump right into the digital marketing and I divide that up between organic stuff and basically free stuff and paid stuff. Now, with organic stuff, a couple of things that I do and I recommend people should do is you should have a YouTube account. You don't have to be a YouTube star. But there's absolutely no reason in the world why you should not make a video that mentions the services you offer with your contact information. Put that thing out there because Google Google loves YouTube and YouTube will show up on Google. And if somebody is looking for words that are services that you offer, there's a good chance you're going to pop right there. And that's a freebie. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it take, you can set up you can set up a simple you can even do an AI generated video, which sounds scary maybe to some people, but it's really just a matter of you putting words into a program that spits out a video, uh, like Pictory, for example, would be a good a good example of that. Um, and it makes you a video. You upload that video to YouTube. You have to be mindful, and I explained some of this, that you've got to be mindful of what are the words that I'm putting on here that I'm telling Google, because Google loves words. What are the words I'm putting on here? Well, the words should be that service, uh, and you can make a video for each service. If you've got final expense, if you've got um, Medicare, even if the brand Humana, I mean, just make a video. You know, because once you once you're done with them, and that's a little tedious, but once they're up there and they're brewing, they're staying. <laughs> you know, the view count's just going to keep climbing. Uh, so if you do that, especially if you do that in a location, because Google also favors locations, so. If I'm in Port Orange, Florida, and I type in life insurance and you've got a YouTube video, it's going to serve that up. Even though they were looking for life insurance, the big players are going to show up. Um, Of course, Mutual of Omaha, all the ones that dominate the Internet. But you're going to show up in there, too, because Google's going to serve up local results. And that costs you nothing. Okay, this is this is a really good point. So for people who don't understand what you mean by the words, 
Those are keywords. And what you're talking about, that whole, everything that you just said is search engine optimization SEO. And yes. that, and what I love about that is that it works for forever. Basically, once you get the, like you said, once you get that content up, it keeps attracting search engines and it's free. And that's something that I think a lot of people don't understand. Um, I know I'm under the conception that SEO sometimes takes quite a long time to kick in. And I'm wondering if you can speak to that because a lot, as you say in your course, you can start generating leads the next day. So how does that work when SEO normally takes a, a long time? It normally takes a long time with long form content like blogs. It doesn't take a long time if you are using long chain keywords, especially with YouTube. Google loves YouTube. So if you make a YouTube video today that is, we'll just say life insurance quotes near me, free life insurance quotes near me. You don't have to put near me, but I would do it anyway. Your phone number right in the title. So they don't even have to watch the video. They're going to, that video will show up tomorrow. Wow. Okay. I'm just about it. certain because <laughs> Google, Google loves YouTube. Google is YouTube. So it's always going to favor YouTube. Right. So the idea is what you should think of is everything that I touch on the internet, whether it's my personal Facebook page or it's a YouTube video, make it a landing page, make a call to action, your contact info, you know, make it, make it, think of everything as a landing page. Every YouTube video is a landing page. Um, every um, Facebook your Facebook profile should look like a landing page. They should be able to click on your photo. And when they click on your photo, there's a URL in there. Get free quotes from me. And it drives them to, if you got a quoter, you should get a quoter. I mean, they, they work pretty good. But it doesn't have, if you don't have it, just have it click to a place where they can send you an email or call you. Right. Um, so that makes, you, you know, just even your Facebook page, you've got people, what I call trolls. There's people you don't know and will never know that are kind of, they're trolling your Facebook page, your LinkedIn page, whatever. Make sure that they know how to get hold of you when they do. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, that's a good point. All right. So for some people, this still might sound overwhelming. Do you recommend uh, hiring like freelancers to help or should they learn? And and if, if so or if not, um, what are the basics that you would suggest someone learn uh, to do it themselves? So, yeah, so some of that, is going to, I think like with the YouTube thing, I think anybody could probably do it, especially if they see a tutorial on it. Um, but so with freelancers, yes, I mean, I hire them. I will hire them like off of Fiverr. Uh, there uh, probably needs to come with a warning uh, that don't pay anybody outside of Fiverr because your money will disappear. <laughs> uh, and Keep track of who you're using because if they don't deliver good service, don't use them again. I've used Fiverr. I've used dialers on Fiverr. Like I've hired people and given them lists and said, will you call these people? But it took a lot of frogs before I found prints, you know, because they were awful. <laughs> you know, right. they called, they did what I asked, but, it, you know, their voice was just, they, they just weren't good at what I wanted. So I found somebody who sounded American, sounded very good. And could just set appointments for me. So, okay, great. So you that that was something that I wanted to to address. You said they sounded American, so um, which I think is important. I think sometimes people in the in the U.S. are immediately suspicious for sales calls with somebody uh, with an accent. So, yes. uh, 
again, sourcing, because like you said, I think this is a very important point. If somebody needs help that way um, and fiber can be iffy, uh, I'm looking for time constraints. Do you have agencies that you use as well? Is that something that you can get from the course that you tell people about where they can go so that they don't have to go through testing a bunch of fiber guys? No, I don't. Um, but I'm showing them everything that I do. So, um, as far as agencies, I've had, I've had difficulty, especially if, if you're talking like ad agency. Um, now most SEO type agencies, they're pretty good. They do what they say. But when it comes to pay per click, I honestly believe nobody's going to manage that as good as you will if you'll learn to do it. Um, I just don't think they care. I, I think they just, they manage so many accounts that they just, they're gonna, it's things are going to slip through the cracks. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. I, I do appreciate you saying that. And that's something I've noticed since I've been in the, this business. It's like uh, the individuals and your data are treated like, uh, you know, I don't know, they, it's just passed around. Like you'll get, I'll get calls just inquiring about something. And, and now I get calls for months from call centers about the same thing over and over and over again. And it's, I think it's abusive, and I think that's part of the reason why real insurance agents have such difficulty. Um, do you see the call center industry changing? Uh, if so, how? And if not, do you think it'll ever be eliminated or at least tamped down a little bit? I don't think it'll be eliminated, but I think that the effectiveness of that is probably, I think it's losing its effectiveness. It's requiring more and more calls to get less results um even though you know like your state farms and stuff like I, like my my car insurance agent he's got four girls there calling all day so he's doing it still uh but i also know that he has a metric ton of branding behind him which most ins- independent agents don't do that um so that is those are just little things you can pick up on. You don't need an office full of dialers if it's just you, um, but you do need to look at the other parts of their business model that you can incorporate it into yourself. Your branding, um, it, what things I call adjacent services. So is there something else that would be easy enough for you to pick up? The notary is the easiest one by all means, but are there other services that are similar that would be easy for you to pick up on and offer that would allow those people to kind of come through your door, come across your path, basically naturally, because those ones are the ones that I always say they're ready to buy. You know, they, they're the ones that are, they don't require a lot of sales. They just require you to take an order. Um, <laughs> and that is, of course, when you talk about organic digital marketing, that is the epitome of it because you're offering people value in that value you offer is selling for you uh, where with, phone call, it's an interruption. Now, statistically, the interruption-based things can will, can generate way more sales statistically, but they're difficult sales. They're the, the churned sales where the ones that come to you because you have a relationship, they're not going to get churned. They're going to be, they're, that's your high value. That's your book of business. Right, right. So how long have you been doing this uh, since the, the time that you left critical care nursing into insurance agency and, and developing all this? How long has it taken you uh, to do so all 20, this? 2019 is when I started. Um, 
So in the year 2019, I was just doing insurance and I did figure out how that was when I started doing paid ads um, and then started experimenting with other paid ads. And then it was 2020 when I added the notary. I was like, wait a minute, I think this will be um, a good asset to have. And when I realized it was not only a good asset, but also a revenue source in and of itself, I kind of focused on that and kind of put the insurance on the back burner. But then I was like, well, wait a minute. Why can't you just have a cafe of services? Why can't you just make your own unique agency that is literally something nobody else is even doing? And you can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for you. I think that's awesome. So um, just one one last question here, because this has been a great interview, Mark. I thank you. So what has been your best experience with a client and what has been your worst experience with an insurance client? Um, I mean, those those are good questions. So, the best experience I have, and it's not in that course, I should put it in that course, but it's in another course, but was a case study that I did of a client that came in just for something simple, simple form to be filled out, came back to have more stuff done, came back to have more stuff done. And by the end of that <clears throat> couple of month period, ended up getting, <clears throat> excuse me, That's okay. he ended up getting, because he liked me and trusted me so much, he ended up deciding and he had a financial advisor and he wasn't happy with him. He said, I want to take all this money and I want to move it into something else. And you're obviously the guy who, if you can't do it, you know how to get it done. So get it done. So, and so that ended up being a fee sharing annuity contract with, a, you know, with an annuity agent. And so, but when I did the case study, I was like, okay, look at this is, this started off as like a $50 transaction and ended in a $10,000 transaction. That's why you should definitely cater to your customer, you know, offer that's where, that's where that, the, just the simple notary was a great, was a great, so that's the best story. And I, when I tell that story, I preface, this is the best one I got. Okay. This is not the daily, this isn't the daily thing. This is the best story I got. Um, so the worst, and there's a lot, I mean, there's other ones that are good where you, you kind of come in and you, you know, I, I, I ended up, selling the whole house insurance. Like I came in to meet one person and and just sell them like a Medicare policy or a life insurance. And it turned out everybody in the house lined up to get it. That's was a rare, but that's happened a few times. Um, But worst case, uh, (laughs) gosh, there's a lot of them. Um, Uh (laughs) There's a lot of them. There's um, I think the most frustrating thing, I think when I first started out was I was buying leads from one of those lead sources and, you know, paid a lot for them. And gosh, I just, so many of them were just, they were like non-existent people <laughs> or they were people that were extremely embittered that I door knocked. On them. Right. And uh, it's disheartening, especially when you're brand new and you're not used to rejection um, and people being, so, and you're like, wait a minute, I paid $20 for right. you to be interested. In this. <laughs> exactly. You're, I'm trying to help you and I'm getting, and I'm getting, Berated. Um, so there's, I think the, I'll tell you the worst experience. Like now it comes to mind. Here's the absolute worst one okay. was uh, I had this list of uh, T65s, you know, turn in 65. Yeah. And I thought it would be, this is what made me experiment. I've experimented with everything. So I don't know what works and what doesn't work. Um, but I thought, well, maybe if I take the people in my community and I hand write them a letter, it says, I want to be your insurance agent. You know, you're turning 65 
uh, and mailed these out. And that worked work marginally well, definitely not enough to scale it up. But I got one call from a guy who was just furious that I had his information. Like, I, And I'm like, sir, you've got a mailbox full of junk from Florida Hospital and everybody else. Were you calling them outrage or were you calling the one who was actually considered enough to write you a handwritten letter? Because it's I'm like, think about how this looks. But he was just, man, just the 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 earful I got from him. I was like, man, there's a better way to do this. Well, good for you for telling him that. that. I think that's excellent. So. All right. So our time is up. This has been really great, Mark. I think it's going to help a lot of people. And I know I, for one, will be uh, look checking out your course. So why don't you tell people how they can uh, where and how to find them? Uh, so, yeah, everywhere. So I do have a, a YouTube channel. It's, it's actually called The Notary Ninja Show. Um, so it's mostly about notary, but um, you can find links to the, all the courses I offer. I have uh, a course landing page, which is mark micajabi.com Now, that is the mouthful. So if you just go to legal.prepnotary.com, you will find your way to insurance the one-day lead generation. And if you <clears throat> Googled one-day lead generation, you will find it. It will show right up. Um, and uh, that course is $97. You know, it, it's just, um, I try to keep it like, okay, I know if you, that's four leads, you know, wow. if you, you get four leads for that price. So you pay for four leads for the price to have a good understanding of how you can get some of them organically and some of them um, through paid if you want, if you want to do that. And basically, I, I break down the mindset of how the lead generation company works. Like this is what they're doing. And this is why you get bum leads is because they're incentivizing them on the front end. And then by the time you get to them on the back end, there's no more incentive. So they're mean to you <laughs> or they or they've or they've resold the lead. And if you are the one who owns and controls that lead and you know the source of that lead, it becomes a way more viable lead. Right. That's excellent. And I'm shocked that it's under a hundred bucks to get. So yeah, I'll be signing up. So <laughs> thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate this. And I wish you and your wife uh, much more success. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Mark. <laughs> 